Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is Step 6. We're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. We may have balked at the words character defects. Wouldn't it be more appropriate term to be character defenses? Um, yes, it would. I think particularly for an adult child, defects and defective character is a little bit too soon. Um, you know, and character defenses have, you know, um, done the best they could. And it's just, there's a better solution. Back to the reading. Didn't they get us through an unlivable situation? Wasn't the destruction we experienced part and parcel of surviving a hostile environment? But whether we call them defects or defenses, when we get to ACA, we finally realize they don't work in our lives anymore that we are ready to put them down. We begin to ask our higher power to remove these things as we're ready to give them up. You know, things like competition, hoarding ability. Um, you know, those are some of the things um, that you can give up now that there's a higher power in your life. And, you know, the possibility, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm there, but the possibility of unconditional love. Back to the reading. The process becomes intuitive as we continue to work the steps, become sponsors, and see the positive effects the program has on ourselves and others. We shed our coping mechanisms as we see them for what they really are. You know, and one of them is definitely hiding. Um, we can't believe we haven't seen them before, but now we know and won't go back. This new way of life is based on accountability. We cultivate our inner loving parent and show our inner child we can be trusted. I like this cultivate our inner loving parent. And this is, again, it's a joy to read these passages and to remind myself. I think the inner child concept came up when I first read Alice Miller's drama, The Gifted Child. But the inner loving parent thing is something, let's say I haven't always had a healthy model from a male standpoint. Um, you know, someone said, you know, I'm now the single parent of an of a inner child, you know, so, but it uh, can be as exciting as it, as it could be potentially challenging, but I would say exciting and rewarding. Back to the reading, just as a healthy parent sets safe boundaries for a child, we set boundaries for ourselves. Oh, that line is good. Just as a healthy parent sets safe boundaries for a child, we set boundaries for ourselves. I mean, I think it, as far as how much to get done during a day and what is good and, and the judgmentalness, you know, these are boundaries. I think I work with Lucia Capiccioni, um, who pioneered uh, inner child therapy in a lot of ways. And she talks about the notion of, you know, a protective parent, not just a loving parent. Back to the reading. Our, her parts no longer run the show. Our inner child walks into the love and flourishes. On this day, I became willing to examine and remove the next defect, or I would say character defense, that I'm tired of carrying around. And I like the word flourishing. Who I am is the possibility of flourishing, intimacy, and connection. The next reading also comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is humility. True humility is the willingness to seek and do God's will with our best effort. In ACA, we move from wanting and being willing to actually finding the passion that begins our journey into recovery. We look for that passion because without it, we may merely talk recovery. We do not live it. We look past our desire to heal ourselves, and we develop the humility needed to seek our higher power's will for us. With that humility, we surrender ourselves to the spiritual seed that's blossoming inside of us. Yeah, that, I like that, that notion of a spiritual seed, and I think trauma can arrest that seed from blossoming, and recovery and healing 
can have that seed blossom. And it was always meant to blossom into, you know, potentially a beautiful thing. We move toward that essence. And the closer we get, the more in touch we are with our own spiritual being. We begin to live in the present. And in that now, we see the world differently. We notice the spiritual essence in others and the beauty around us. We begin to feel peace. We begin to shed our past, including the person we thought we were. And we are at peace with the stillness. Further down the path, we realize that the stillness is our higher power working inside us. Wow, that is profound. Yeah, there are those, I guess, stillness and flow and higher power have a lot to do with each other. Um, I guess I don't have to understand why. I, I just have to be. Back to the reading. On this day, I seek the humility needed to accept my higher power's will, knowing that it is the basis for my journey to recovery. The miracle of ACA has begun. The next reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is charity. We need healthy boundaries. There's that boundary word. <laughs> we need healthy boundaries about receiving money, and we need healthy boundaries about giving money. Some of us give money for inappropriate reasons. We may be ashamed because we have money and don't believe we deserve it. We may belong to an organization that uses shame as a form of control to coerce us out of our money that the organization wants. We can get hooked into giving money to our children, family members, or friends because we have earned or unearned guilt. Wow, unearned guilt. Not heard that phrase before. And I would say a lot of the guilt that I have is unearned. And uh, yeah. Sometimes I, you know, sometimes I wonder if I doing this two times a week is, is enough. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, when you read stuff like that, I, th I feel like uh, maybe three times a week. Um, these readings are just so powerful and just such a great reminder and just things that you don't, you know, certainly in this trying time, this is not something that I'm learning about on Twitter. That's for sure. Back to the reading. We allow ourselves to be financially blackmailed sometimes by the people we love. I'm very fortunate in this regard that that is not the case. This is not money freely given or given in health. Some of us give money out of a sense of caretaking. We may have some exaggerated feelings of responsibility for others, including financial responsibility. We may be giving simply because we have not learned to own our power to say no when the answer is no. Some of us give because we hope or believe people will love us if we take care of them financially. We do not have to give money to anyone. Giving money is our choice. We do not have to allow ourselves to be victimized, manipulated, or coerced out of our money. I would also put time. I almost want to read this whole thing over and replace money with time. We are financially responsible for ourselves. You know, I think because that unearned guilt and the time. Part of being healthy is allowing those around us to be financially responsible for themselves. We do not have to be ashamed about having the money that we earn. We deserve to have it, whatever the amount without feeling obligated to give it all away or guilty because others want what we have. Charity is a blessing. Giving is a part of healthy living. We can learn to develop healthy boundaries around giving. Today, I will strive to begin developing healthy boundaries about giving money. I understand that giving is my choice. And the final reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is owning our power. We don't have to give to others so much power in ourselves so little. We don't have to give others so much credit in ourselves so little. You know, I, I, I see that in work for sure. In recovery from codependency, we learn there's a big difference between humility and discounting ourselves. Yeah, discounting ourselves can be such a habit that even when it makes no sense at all, 
Back to the reading. When others act irresponsibly and attempt to blame their problems on us, we no longer feel guilty. We let them face their own consequences. When others talk nonsense, we don't question our own thinking. When others try to manipulate or exploit us, we know it's okay to feel anger and distrust and to say no to the plan. When others tell us that we want something that we really don't want, or someone tells us that we don't want something that we really do want, we trust ourselves. When others tell us things we don't believe, we know it's okay to trust our instincts. We can even change our mind later. That is crucial. We can even change our mind later. We don't have to give up our personal power to anyone, strangers, friends, spouses, children, authority figures, or those over whom we're in authority. People may have things to teach us. They may have more information than we have. and may appear more confident or forceful than we feel, but we are equals. Our magic is not in them. Our magic, our light is in us, and it is as bright a light as theirs. We are not second-class citizens anywhere, whether it's in relationships and family, in the workplace, you know, even the 12-step groups. By owning our power, we don't have to become aggressive or controlling. We don't have to discount others, but we don't discount ourselves either. Today, I will own my power with people. I will let myself know what I know, feel what I feel, believe what I believe, and see what I see. I think so much that I've realized for me, it, you know, and I'll repeat that one again, is you know, the confidence was shaken um, by decisions I made when, when I was addicted, but when you're, you know, thinking from a God consciousness or at least a higher state of consciousness um, or just from a, you know, a present place of mind, you know, to repeat that today, I will own my power with people. I will let myself know what I know, feel what I feel, believe what I believe and see what I see. I will be open to changing and learning from others and experience, but I will trust and validate myself too. I will stand in my own truth. And what a gift that that is even a possibility. And that concludes today's episode of Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kawan Saluja reminding myself to pause, to feel my feelings, to love myself, to own my power with people. I will stand in my own truth.